race that they really want to eliminate is the human race. They talk about it openly. Oh, Kamala Harris, she, she made a flaw. She said she wants population reduction. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air. That's how we save the planet. They straight up save. They'll get sick. You are the carbon they want to reduce.
This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Let me start off with two herbs. Made in America. You stupid. I'm back. Another episode, another edition. You know, this is technically for the morning time, so it's Wednesday, although it's not. Wink, wink. Pre-recorded. So that way, I can do something at 12 later on, or, you know, 12 Wednesday. Wink, wink. But yeah, I'm back. Iced coffee in hand. Well, not really. It's my um, cup holder. A blunt. I rolled a blunt. A white owl, to be exact. A strawberry white owl. I took a joint. Well, I took a roach from a joint that I had earlier today. I smoked half a roach. And then I had three roaches left. So I just broke one roach down and rolled a fat ass blunt. It was so fat that I just essentially cut the blunt in half, and I just figure I'll smoke this half during this episode, and maybe the other half tomorrow morning, or maybe tomorrow during break, whatever. All I gotta say is, Jersey Judah, and I'm back with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Jason Whitlock. We got a clip from Jason Whitlock. I was listening to this yesterday, wink, wink, a.k.a. earlier today. Um, I was listening to, well, I listened to the whole podcast, but he was talking about Charles Barkley, and it really uh, inspired me to talk a little bit about Charles Barkley. And I was able to watch the entire episode or listen to the entire episode because I listen to a lot of this shit while I'm at the job. And he was talking about Robert F. Kennedy. And we're going to get into Robert F. Kennedy, my favorite Democrat, a part of, well, his uncle is one of my favorite presidents of all time. And he's a Democrat. What the? Yeah, I know. You got to understand that liberals have changed greatly. So one thing I want to emphasize, look at guys like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. It's like, I mean, he's been exposing this shit for a long time. He was actually one of the people that connected a lot of the vaccinations in the past to autism. Um, Connected to vaccinations uh, of the past to a lot of long term illnesses that only just so happens to happen to people who get the jab. Now, I got I got two jabs. I'm still breathing through the grace of God, but I got two jabs because 
the job that I had at the time told me that I needed two jabs in order to work. And I wasn't trying to go back out there into the job to the job hunting field where most of these jobs are going to require people to have the vac, the double vac, right? So I had got the shot <clears throat> and um I don't I didn't really get sick. I didn't get anything from it. So God's with me, I guess. I think a lot of other people had got it. People were falling out. Athletes were fucking dying and shit. What the? But hey, uh, Robert F. Kennedy was one of the first people to point out the problems with vaccines. And he was also um, crucified pretty much by his own party, the Democrats. But we got Jason Whitlock, a clip from Jason Whitlock, a 10 minute clip. We ain't doing nothing major. But you guys know how I like to talk, so this is this will definitely pretty much be an hour at least, okay? But let me get into that video here. Why is the mainstream media smearing RFKJ, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? Why? Well, I just gave you one of the reasons. By the way, that's a pretty big fucking reason. And the reason why guys like me a black conservative will give uh, Robert F. Kennedy credit. Well, for one, I'm black. So I grew up pretty much looking at the Kennedys as important for black people. I still feel that way. Regardless of where I align myself with, I can still look in the past and go, well, see, he was one of the good ones. <laughs> he was one of the good liberals, right? kind of old school, more tolerable than than most, right? The new age, the LBJs were coming in like, hey, this nigga got to go. You know what I mean? Talk about John F. Kennedy. Oh, he got to go. He was going against the establishment, anti-war, did not, did not care for the Vietnam War whatsoever, have gotten the utmost praises from blacks on both sides, mind you. But, you know, today it's a it's a different day. Um, you know, with Robert F. Kennedy, and there's a couple of things that I disagree with him about, but he's, he's a Democrat, so what do you expect? But for the most part, I, I can't really, I don't consider him to be an enemy. I think he's bad for the establishment. But we're going to get into all that right about now. Y'all heard me, you know, waste time talking. But don't take my words for it. Anybody that really tries to do something, they're going to either try to kill or jail. And when the whole media is singing your praises, that should tell you something. And we need to talk about bioweapons. I know a lot now about bioweapons because I've been doing a book on it for the past two and a half years. And, um, uh, and you know, the, the, what we, the technology that we now have to develop these microbes, we have people. Oh, yeah, by the way, this is another big deal that RFK also claims. He claims, in which, what a shocker, 
COVID-19 was in fact a, it was actually, it was a weapon. And people just like, you don't think China would do this shit to us? Do you really, really? It wasn't until Trump got in office where he pretty much pointed out how China was fucking us up financially. So you don't think they'll just drop this shit off? Things that make you question, but the claims that he's about to make, oh, this is on some other shit. Hundreds of millions of dollars into our ethnically targeted microchip. The Chinese have done the same thing. In fact, COVID-19, there's an argument that it is ethnically targeted. COVID-19 attacks certain races um, disproportionately. The, uh, the, 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 the races that are most of you immune to COVID-19 are because of the, of the structure of the, uh, um, the genetic structure of genetic differentials among different races. Of the, um, of the receptors, of the ACE2 receptor, um, COVID-19 is targeted to attack uh, Caucasians and, uh, and, uh, and uh, black people. The people who are most immune are Ashkenazi Jews. And now, hold on. <laughs> we gonna blame it on the Bagel Boys. How about that? You're going to have to take some responsibility. The Bagel Boys, the Monopoly Boys. All right, so all bullshit aside, um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is claiming that um, the Jewish people, I I won't say Jews because that's offensive, so I can't say the Jews, so I'll say the Jewish people are the only <laughs> are the only people that are immune from the virus. Blacks and whites, though, oh nah. Now we know where we can. You know how this can be spent up. You can say, all right, the Jews are after us. I'm sorry, I just had to say it once. The Jews are after the blacks and the whites. Because a lot of people believe that they run shit. I'm not I'm not going to disavow that per se, but I think it's a little more complicated than people just want to throw out there. Um, But beyond the Kanye West's and, you know, because Kanye West was saying shit that dudes that were speaking on like consciousness and shit were talking about for decades. These niggas run shit. And it's like, why is that offensive to them? If y'all if y'all really run shit, well then again we could be just blowing the cover off for these motherfuckers. So that's probably the reason why. Maybe that was supposed to be uh, the secrecy of it. I don't fucking know. I just don't get it. But RFK is saying that the COVID nineteen uh, virus was actually designed for black. But then again. If they design, and this isn't the vac, by the way, this is just the virus itself. So, is it safe to say that the people who created the actual virus were the same people to create the solution, the jabs? I don't know. 
Let's find out. You know what I mean? Because because really, we can just have speculation. I can go in Alex Jones mode if I wanted to. But I'm a little too tired for that. Uh, and Chinese. And, but like, we don't know whether it was deliberately targeted at or not, but there are papers out there that show the, you know, the, um, the racial and ethnic differential and the impact to that. We do know that the Chinese are spending hundreds of millions of dollars developing ethnic biomarkers, and we are developing... He's saying China is spending hundreds of million dollars in order to invest in uh, bio, what do they call it? Bioweapons? All right. So they, they can create these things in laboratories and just, you know, cause an entire country to crash. Hey, I'm just saying, you know, maybe maybe this is something we should look into. Oh, yeah. By the way, you know, Trump, they trying to lock Trump up again. Did y'all hear about this? The Department of Justice, a bunch of jabronis, people I don't like, suits, the government, the real government type. I don't like those people. I despise them. Because you can look, you can you can just see the snake within them. You can you can see the serpent within these people. They're selfish. They only care about their image. They only care about themselves. And they're supposed to be caring about the people the people that vote them into power but yeah i mean we should probably look into things more important than locking up trump they're trying to hold uh trump accountable for january the 6th give me a fucking break the whole democratic party should be held accountable for the riots that took place three years ago and the shit stirring that they were doing and the race baiting that they were doing to try and divide the people rather than unite the people. Those people should be held accountable for that. You're trying to hold Trump accountable. And this is what I've said way back. If y'all been listening, I've talked about this whole protesting shit and people are gonna say that this is unfair, that's unfair. And I said, all they're waiting, they're waiting to steer shit up. There's allegations now, and I believe it, that they had federal agents who started the entire uh, conflict. On January the 6th. Who knows? But we know that they're trying to hold Trump accountable. So look out for Trump possibly getting locked up for the third time. Because, you know, that's that's wonderful, right? It's great. The guy just said all the quiet parts out loud and people have lost their mind. Oh yeah, by the way, this nigga's just sitting down, he's at like a dinner or something, or he's just, this isn't like on a podium, he's like casually talking about this around people, like shit is dinner talk. This nigga is saying some mind-blowing shit, man. And just imagine like really think about how it would be to be Robert F. Kennedy Growing up, your father getting assassinated by a known agency that I'm not going to mention on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to be on the glowy list, although would it really be that much of a shameful thing? Like, hey, the government is watching me. That's an accomplishment. You ask me, the government is spying on me. The government is so invested in me. I'm flattered, right? But the reality of it is 
all these niggas know what's really going on. And just imagine being Robert F. Kennedy. Your father gets assassinated by a known agency in this country that uh, George H.W. Bush, I think, had something to do. I don't know. Just a clue. Just, a you know. Go, growing up, knowing all of the corrupted things around you. Literally, being around these corrupted people day in, day out. What's your family? Right? And you know, in the back of your mind, one of these people had something to do with the death of my father. And not like, yo, hats off to Robert F. Kennedy, man. I, and I would call him anti-Semitic. There was nothing he said there that was anti-Semitic. Nothing. Anyone that say that's a distraction. They don't want you to hear what he has to say. Man's already hard enough to understand because he's got a little speech issue or whatever. But what- you know what? I never understood why or what what was wrong with him. That's how I know I like him because when he talks, I just try to listen. I don't complain because I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what it is. What the. He got lung cancer. So I don't fucking throat can I don't fucking know, man. Talks funny, but the shit he says matters. If he's talking, I'm listening. I don't give a fuck about these other politicians besides Trump. <laughs> besides Trump. But I don't care about these other politicians, man. They talking bullshit, man. He said there's crystal clear. He's just quoting the science he after the new york post and other people attacked him he issued a statement over twitter the new york post story is mistaken i have never ever suggested that the covid 19 virus was targeted to spare jews that's not what he just said and he's totally accurate i accurately pointed out during an off-the-record conversation that the U.S. and other governments are developing ethnically targeted bioweapons and that a 2021 study of the COVID-19 virus shows that COVID-19 appears to disproportionately affect certain races since the Furincleave docking site is most compatible with blacks and Caucasians and least compatible with ethnic Chinese Finns and Ashkenazi Jews. Yikes. In that sense, yikes! Ay ay ay! It serves as Spicy. a kind of proof of concept Spicy. for ethnically targeted bioweapons. I do not believe and never imply that the ethnic effect was deliberately engineered. The stu- that study is here, and then he dropped the receipt, a link to the study, like a gangster. Like a we had this gangster. guy here in Nashville, Royce, and I nearly, I don't know if it showed up on screen, but I, I nearly broke down in tears when we had him here talking about COVID. We had a bunch of people, had Senator Ron Johnson, we had John Stockton, we had an impressive group of people, Ken Maurer, NBA year friend, buddy, impressive group of people talking about COVID-19 and vaccine injuries. Now, how radical is that? And once again, Robert F. Kennedy 
it's it's the Kennedy name. We get it. A lot of people understand it is the Kennedy name. But beyond that, he has that ability to really reach out to people in a way that most politicians, they just don't have it. Trump has that way of doing it, but he does it. Let's face it. He does it in a very antagonizing way. So it's kind of like a direct approach where you take it or leave it. You love it or you hate it. Robert F. Kennedy has just been moving around with the past couple months. A lot of people just aren't paying attention. The Democrats don't want you to know about it. And ironically enough, it's conservatives and, and some Republicans who will tell you about it. What the? They give more credit. And it's not because he's fucking things up for the Democratic Party. No, he's fucking things up for the establishment. He's fucking things up for the establishment. All right. So in any case, in any situation, I mean, he would probably I would probably put him on my top five if I would if I could ever interview somebody, he would definitely be on the top five of the list. Now, he would probably be number three. I put Trump like number one. And I forgot who I had as number two. But those are the people that I would interview. Because, like, just imagine, I wouldn't even say anything. I would just say a couple of words, ask a couple of questions, and just ask them to elaborate on shit and just shut up. Those are one of the people that you can just open, tell them that the mic is on, and a brief introduction, of course. But other than that, take the floor. Robert Kennedy talked so boldly and transparently about all issues, including what happened to his father and his uncle. And I was like, whoa, this dude is courageous. He's putting his life on the line. He, he's, he knows exactly. If you're a Kennedy and your dad was assassinated, likely by the CIA, and your uncle was assassinated <laughs> likely by the CIA for challenging the military-industrial complex. He said that on that show, that uh, the Department of Defense is behind the vaccines. He, he just, That's a fact. Yeah, he just, everything. And, and so, I mean, I just nearly cried at his bravery and to see this kind of attack for... Anyway, this guy potentially is a bigger threat to the establishment than even Donald Trump. Bingo. And he's he's probably the fourth <clears throat> he's probably the fourth person that established that, and that is facts. There's some cases where they actually they toned it down with Trump. I mean, I remember when they indicted him the first time, they were just they were bold about it because they figured, oh, we got him. Or he's going to, we're going to stop his momentum. And he just kept going, right? They kind of toned down on him. And then I noticed, you know, Robert F. Kennedy kept popping up. And I'm like, Robert F. Kennedy? But then I remember like, oh, yeah, I remember him. He was a guy that was speaking out a lot about uh, COVID-19. Within uh, 2020, right? And at the time, 
I wasn't paying much attention in general. I was kind of just trying to wrap my head around the entire situation of people just running around the store buying toilet paper and nothing else. What the? Y'all full of shit. That's why y'all bought so much fucking toilet paper. God damn it. Something wrong with them, man. There's people that I haven't forgiven. And I'm not trying to be a dickhead when I say this, but there's people that I haven't forgiven in life because of COVID-19 and COVID-19 alone. My way of looking at it is if people can stop dealing with me or if people stop talking to me because of who I support politically, then I can stop talking to them for various reasons, too. Y'all were the ones that was out here wearing two masks. You, you feel me? Y'all was out here doing the fucking most. You know what I mean? And y'all was y'all was first in line. Niggas was first in line when the jab came out. Niggas had nothing else better to do. Might as well get vaccinated. Oh, this rapper told me to get vaccinated. Might as well get vaccinated. Uh, Breakfast Club told me to get vaccinated. Might as well get vaccinated. And all y'all niggas was brainwashed. And then you had motherfuckers that was just trying to survive, ironically enough, and gotten the shot because they needed the fucking food on their table and they needed the consistency in order to do so. And motherfuckers wasn't trying to go uh, job searching. Motherfuckers wasn't trying to go unemployed, just quit a job, go on unemployment, get paid this much more money. Motherfuckers ain't really. No. But there were others that did it. And they were lucky. By the time I got on unemployment, they stopped giving out extra money. They was at a point they was giving out three to five hundred more money, uh, three, three, three to five hundred more dollars on unemployment. When I got there, when I got by the time I got unemployment, bare minimum, <laughs> bare minimum, regular, weekly. You know, unemployment is a joke. People should just 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 stop it. There should be an option in America where we as Americans work for our money. And if we want five thousand at a time, we want five thousand at a time. If we want five hundred at a time, we get five hundred at a time. It's our money. We should have our terms to get our money. And that's a strong belief that I have. Now, I know that may confuse some people. They don't you may not know what the fuck I'm talking about until until time comes. You you'll deal with it. Trust me, everybody, everybody get broke. Everybody loses a job. What the? You go on unemployment, you fill out a form, you go through all this bullshit. Then they dictate you. They 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 tell you, hey, this is how much money we're going to give you weekly. Nigga, that's my fucking money. You know what I'm saying? Give me the money that I want when I fucking want it. It's my money. I'm not asking. I'm not, I'm not going, hey, you know, I know that this is out of line. There's nothing out of line about wanting your money how you want your money. For example, this is another thing I would do. I give I call it I call it midterm midterm possibilities. This is the midterm possibilities act. Where if you're down in hard times, you're employed, we're going to allow you to get half of your income by the end of the week. Now, of course, the other week coming up, when you, other people will get paid, you'll get paid half, but you'll have availability to your income that you're making. That's the, that's the type of shit that I'd sign. 
and people will love it. It don't take much. It's the small things. How how often is it? And we're talking. I'm talking to the blue collar. I'm talking to workers, working class citizens, right? How often is it? Because like me, I only get paid. <clears throat> I only get paid two times a month. It's beyond biweekly. I get paid 15th and, and 30th, sometimes 31st, uh, sometimes earlier than that, sometimes later than that, depending on what uh, what actual month it is. And you find yourself like right in the middle. Let's say, oh, my money's running low. I'm still working. I still have such many hours. I create a system where, you know, you go to your account. You say, all right, cool. I want fucking... Um, I want five hundred hours. You know, and your check. Let's just say your check is already fifteen hundred. You'll be able to go to the system, get these people to write you a fucking check for five hundred hours because it's out of your pay and what you work for, and then they'll do the deductible next time the money comes. You know what I mean? Bada boom, bada bang. Get the fuck out of here, niggas. Shouldn't be niggas. Shouldn't be broke working because these cocksuckers want to withhold your money. Not to mention all these taxes. We would probably... My idea is, like, I, I would create a party. Of course, it would be based on right-wing ideologies. It just wouldn't be as cookie-cutter as conservatives. Conservatives tend to be very cookie-cutter, and I don't, I don't appreciate it. You know, we need based, raw, reality-driven, reality-based entertainment slash education. Right, trying to teach a kid something. You don't want them falling asleep. You gotta wake them up, smack them. Like get the get the fuck up. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, where my sound effect at? So you're a substitute. Motherfuckers don't want to respect you. What the? Get the fuck. Get the double. That's a that's a combo breaker. Listen. Oh oh. Tearing them up. Get up. The fuck you doing sleeping during my lesson? During what I have to teach. You know what I'm saying? That's how you gotta reach the youth. They need that. They don't need you to talk monotone. This ain't Catholic church. No disrespect to the Catholics. Catholicism and whatnot. Even though some of you people are wicked as well, respectfully. Just like everybody, humanity is wicked. The nature of man is wicked. I don't know why people, the people who think otherwise, they're atheists, are they're hardcore Bible-thumping Christians. And hardcore Bible-thumping Christians, they're not spiritual. They're not connected to the spirit. They need service to be connected to others and be connected to the spirit. What the? Pastor, rip y'all niggas off too, man. Dollar here, $10 here. And you, you broke. This is what I never got about church, right? Niggas be broke, right? They go into church, praise the Lord, okay? They're giving the pastor money, right? They're broke. They're in debt. They're giving a pa- times that by 35 to 75, you know, depending on what church you go to. I'm around a lot of small churches. A lot of these churches I grew up in, um, 
I haven't learned. I did not learn anything from any of these churches. I'm just saying that to say this. I haven't learned anything from those churches. I was I was told to go to church when I was doing bad in school. So I automatically grew up despising church. And I view most of the people that go to church to be hypocrites. Because, you know, you know, the stereotype. They go in there high and mighty, talk shit about everybody. Oh, this person doing this, this person doing that. Monday come and they sitting right next to the people they was talking shit about. What the? That's when I had to disconnect from that. Now I'm spiritual. The church is the body. All right. The temple is the body and the spirit dwells within it through the grace of God. Okay. This ain't Sunday school. I'm not reading no fucking scriptures, my nigga. I'm not with that shit. No disrespect. I mean, the book is the book, but they have rewritten it and they've translated so many times and broke down so many words and replaced this word and replaced that word. That it ain't the real fucking deal. What the? And people live by this shit. And they don't know that the spirit that's within them is already guided by the father. They just have to acknowledge it. In every way, we are not gods, but those those who are Christian, they consider themselves disciples, right? They're not God, but they're of God. In which I say I'm not of God. I'm just from God trying to get the God. I was born from I was born far away from the father. Church, church, in my personal opinion, drove me further away from the father. The father is within all of us. Okay? The people that that take this shit too far and and it's it's extremes on all ends, right? Like let's just be real. You got weird, retarded, crazy, psychopathic bitches burning sage and crystals and shit and they believe that all of the power is within them and they have their one with the universe, all this other goofy, retarded, shambolic behavior from these bitches. But you also got like heavy, hardcore, holy rollers and the women who the women who are in their 30s and they're all connected to God, holier than thou. They're usually sluts. <laughs> they're usually sluts and washed up women recovering washed up harlots in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit that's what these like legit like there's no uh, come on man i observe right that's all i do i observe you know what i'm saying i'm the extra i come in i don't say shit i just observe what's going on around me I just noticed certain things like, oh, you know, that's weird. You know, this person's doing something that's com- and it, it, it's it's completely retarded, right? Like, oh, that's that's fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. What that person said made no fucking sense. And I sit back. I observe people. I came to this conclusion, right? If I can take criticism and this is how I look at judgment. In order to truly dish out judgment, you have to receive it and accept it for what it is and have no emotion about it. If it's someone that's trying to benefit you, have no emotion about it. Don't go, oh, man, I really appreciate it. Don't blow up and go, yo, man, why would you tell me you did it? No, 
Just take it for what it is. However you take it, just don't don't directly uh, unless it helps you and actually benefits you. Don't even react to it. And that's judgment from anybody, judgment from everybody, including family. Right. So many people try to have a identity through their family. Right. This need to be identified with with a family or as as family of someone. And what happens is the people who are super fascinated is usually the younger siblings. They look up to the older brother. They want to be like the older brother. And what even if the older brother is good and does good, that child that emulates him makes makes the child his worst enemy. That child will grow up hating his brother and not knowing why. Because you idolize them. You know what I mean? You got these white people up here mocking God and shit, walking past the church doing a little, uh, I hope these demons burn in hell for that, respectfully. I still got issues I'm working on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I still got issues I'm working on, just like everybody else, right? So I I don't beat myself up, right? Just like the next person may not may not beat them themselves up. Unless you're truly planning to make pro- progress, you should never beat yourself up. Even if you do plan on making progress, don't beat yourself up. Look back at the things that you did that you weren't supposed to do and take it for what it is. Look at it in a way that you're still here today talking about it. Take it in a way of learning something from those mistakes and never never playing victim never play the victim even if you are a victim never play the victim especially as a man women get away with it but men aren't tolerating that shit anymore especially western dealing with western women all these women are fucking born free that's why they're all self-destructing they're all self-destructing right now because they were they were free they're they're free and don't even know it they sucking for free, fucking for free. Yeah, they're free. <laughs> fear, bunch of bunch of fear mongering, free spirited demons. That's what these bitches are. All right, <coughs> free spirited demons. But let's get back to the video. I'm talking more than I would usually talk. Well, number one. Every time this man is a this man is a hero. I mean, he's a chip off the old block. And every time he speaks, the American people should listen. Every time he speaks, Donald Trump should listen and, and vice versa. Bingo. Um, I've, I've already said publicly that I think the best ticket to challenge the establishment is Trump and RFK 2024. Now, I never I've heard a couple of people on the Internet. Oh, look at that plane. Wow. Now, I've heard people on the Internet or people on a comment section of a video mention Trump Kennedy 2024. But I've never heard anybody publicly say this out loud. And what I mean by out loud, I mean in front of hundreds and thousands of people to view. So I'll give this man credit right away. 
for stating what he is stating right now because it's something that I said over two months ago. RFK come through the Democratic uh, process. They never let that. He'll never want. He, he will. He should. But he will not win a primary against Joe Biden, which tells you everything you need to know about the Democratic Party and the real juice behind the new world order. <laughs> I got to find out who these people are. I've heard this earlier. But like I said, this is for Wednesday anyway, but I heard this yesterday. OK, wink, wink. Um, this entire episode, and I was just blown away by the honesty, just brutal, like brutal beyond recognition. Like it's to a point where it's like, damn, how is this getting away? I'm not complaining, though. I wish these people the best. If they're talking about shit like this on a YouTube channel and not coming across any beef over it, motherfuckers aren't trying to shut you down for the shit you say. Hats off to you. Because this is the type of shit I've been talking about. Right? <laughs> this shit is crazy. If he should not be able to come through the primary process, him being a vice president under with Donald Trump would put real American populism and the corruption that this country's had in it for. I think, honest to God, that would almost politically unite the two parties in a positive way. Because they're out li- they, they are pretty much outsiders of both of their respective parties. They're both outsiders. So if those people come together. Because like I said, you have you have straight up right wingers, right? Right wingers that give people like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. credit, which says a lot. So I'm pretty sure a lot of those people wouldn't mind if Trump, for some reason, somehow, through the grace of God, if a lot of our prayers were answered and said, hey, I'm going to reach out to this other guy, Robert F. Kennedy. Yeah, Democrat. Yeah, I'm going to reach out to him. That would be some mind-blowing shit. I don't think the country would be ready for that. The establishment would fall apart overnight. It would be chaos. They would try to assass... I'm not even going to say the word, but y'all know where I'm getting at. They would try to get rid of both of these people if that ever happened. And if that, if that what I talk about ever happened, this country would truly be divided. You would have essentially a civil war. But it would be a strictly political civil war. But y'all know, like, that, that would be... Like I said, the people just would not be able to handle it. Some people would just, I don't even know. Like it, it would be like overnight, it would just turn into like the end of the world. You talk about that bitch that was just crying or yelling in the middle of the street, that feminist bitch when, when Trump won, it would be times by like 100,000. It would just be like a loud echo heard across the world of all these like, Feminazis spurging out. Trump getting reelected. There are some major differences, but he's going to get into it. 16. Wait a minute. My bad. Right up in the face of the establishment, and I support that. Um, is he a bigger threat to the establishment? 
Potentially. Potentially, because the, the, the moral hazard that still hangs from the CIA. Look, the military industrial complex is the juice in this country. I've said it since day one. The banks run them. They run the scam. The military industrial complex is the iron fist of, this, of the of financial Ponzi scheme. OK, if th- this his candidacy his being a, a, a public figure and really coming stepping into the limelight rectifies the 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 freeze in the boomer the boomer uh, demographic in this country when Kennedy was assassinated. So yeah, this country's been dealing with the Fed and all of these different corrupt institutions for well over a hundred years, but there was something specific that happened when they killed Kennedy. Uh, we had the height of these this sort of human rights renaissance, this this reimagining of what it meant to be America in the 60s. Right. Whether it was race and some people it was women, whether it was the LGBTQ. I like that. I like, though, I, I honestly consider those times as a person who never lived it. And I can I, and I'm only speaking as an outsider to that. Right. Not being in the 60s. I think the country had an identity crisis. The segregation, right? All of that was from the government. And they were alarmed in a lot of ways for a lot of blacks who understand sort of the growth of how a lot of the blacks were when it came down to two-parent household marriage uh, marriage. Um, the rates when it came to all that in the 30s and the 40s, all these blacks, by the way, were conservative Republicans, most of them. It's flipped to what it is today, where most blacks now are Democrats and the very small blacks out there who would actually consider themselves to be Republican would be considered the coons and the sellouts. Some people would argue that involvement of that. But but there was there was a time where we were questioning, like, what is America going to be? And at the pinnacle of that moment, a bright, young political star had his head blown off for challenging the juice in this country. And the boomers never got over that. And, and afterward, you saw the radical materialism take off and everybody be more interested in their 401ks and their 501c3 status than in morals and, and, and national honor and sacred honor. I don't deep disagree, but I, I think when you put the assassinations together, Kennedy, Kennedy again, and MLK. And Malcolm. Malcolm to a lesser four. Honestly, if you're talking about black people, the threat to black people, Malcolm X would probably be at the top of that list. Um, John F. Kennedy definitely had definitely had the juice. Same with, you know, Robert F. Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy. He also had the juice. Uh, Martin Luther King. I mean, do we not celebrate Martin Luther King today? White people, especially, they celebrate Martin Luther King and they're dead ass serious about it. And I've said this before, where we're at a point in time where a lot of the white people support uh, Martin Luther King more than the blacks. What the? And then we only look at a lot of us would only look at um, these so-called um you know, these, these so-called white supremacists, 
that they would point out as the racist was actually, theoretically speaking, the people that were trying to help you out at one point. It's just, it's just, you look at it racially, you don't look at it politically. It's just one side that's trying to help you, they actually giving you opportunities. They're not giving you handouts. They're not giving you, um, they're not giving you the room to make excuses about what you did. They're only giving you opportunity today and you can make the best of it or you can make the worst of it. Just a lot of folks choose to do the latter. And it, and it damaged the black community, especially because you have blacks out there who know about what's going on and they, and they move different. It's just moving different. I, I've always been a person who was never a fan of like small talk with other people, especially people I don't know. And if it's people that I know that I can have small talk, it won't be the most enjoyable thing, but if it kills time, it kills time type of situation, right? I like I like I like straight up, straight to the point conversations, right? I want premises. I want I want what's what's the fucking what's the outcome? What's the moral? What's what's the you know, expected outcome of this situation, this conversation of any sort. And I always realize <coughs> when it comes to these topics, a lot of people just tune out and I get it because it's for a lot of people. I was always interested in like, especially the JFK assassination. I just never watched any documentaries about it because knowing what I know now what is there to believe in any of these documentaries that are out? I mean, history outside of someone's handwriting and out of someone else's story, if enough people died off, right? How how hard would it be for these people to decide to rewrite history? Oh, we we we've we've created the stipulations. These are the same people. Oh, let's get rid of the Confederate flag. All these people racist. We will, we'll get rid of the Confederate flag. We're not going to talk about uh, Robert E. Lee anymore. We're not going to talk about the Confederacy as if these people weren't a part of the United States of America. Now, I know that sounds retarded to bring up the way that I'm bringing it up, but think about it. It makes sense. This was just a conflict that would probably today get handled in a 15 a series of 15 and 30 minute fucking debates on television. Just think about it. None of this shit was happening at the time. Civil War would jump off. It was, okay, we want slaves. Other side was like, oh, um, I guess we don't want slaves either. And then the industrial, the industrial um, industry was just becoming a thing where, you know, at one time, before, like, you know, because I think the black woman in New York City, she broke it down when it came to these white liberals, how the history really was before before there was like anything like mobile that was bringing products from one place to another besides horseback and whatever the fuck there was. Um, the North, I believe, were responsible for the uh, the rail system. So they had fucking trains and shit bringing products back and forth. And it really became 
if you think about it, a business proposition for them to end the war so they can make things good and have the rail system go down there. So now there's a trade. So it went from these people blowing each other the fuck away to having business. And then you had the fucking Dixiecrats, which is pretty much known as the Northerners, whose family came from the ancestral uh, the ancestral background of the Confederate soldiers, right? And they just moved up and brought their democratic ideology to the East, to the Northeast, and other places around the world. So it's not this, oh yeah, they switched sides, you know, everything changed. Nah, y'all niggas is smoking crack. Y'all know y'all history. Y'all know what the fuck y'all talking about. To a lesser those, and, and I just say Malcolm because, uh, to a lesser degree, because you know, Nation of Islam killed Malcolm and, and but remember that. Who facilitated that? Mm-mm. I won't I won't say that directly myself. There's a lot of people within that group that I essentially like to to an extent of I don't I can like a person from a different religion and, and not have to care about what he eats in the morning. That's just how I, this, that's just my way of thinking. You feel me? So regardless of anybody's religion, the Jews, there's a lot of Jewish people that I love. I can, I can, I can truly say that. And I'm not talking about celebrities, like people I knew that were Jewish. It's like the terms of brotherhood has nothing to do with the color and identifying with one another through color but identifying um, characteristics, morality, honor, dignity, respect, camaraderie, right? Hoover, Hoover said that Malcolm was the most dangerous, was the, was the most, was the most likely to ascend to the role of being the black messiah that could actually... But it's not the reason that most of these black folks think it is. This wasn't him with the Nation of Islam at that time. This was him sort of going against the grain when he came back from Mecca and was talking about brotherhood and uniting the races. And that was when they wanted to get rid of him. It wasn't beforehand. They tolerated that. Just like the government, they let they let these uh, peckerwood. Uh, white supremacists do what the fuck they want. Burn crosses in front of black people's yards and do all this type of horse shit. The important thing is that our country does not go back to that. And unfortunately, it's slowly happening. Unify even more so than MLK. And then it was Fred Hampton. Then they actually whacked Fred Hampton because he was young enough to, to, to do it. I don't like Fred Hampton, bro. I don't want to get distracted. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but regardless, I think that generation and every generation since has known what the real price for change is and has said, I don't want to pay it. Yep. And that's why. In retrospect, I look back and and I said this privately. I never said it publicly because I think it would have been inappropriate to say publicly, but I think I can say it in the aftermath. It's like, unless they try to kill or jail Barack Obama, he ain't really do nothing. That's that's my take on 
any of these guys. Anybody that really. So what he's saying is true. And I and I do want to acknowledge that when I first heard him say it earlier, a.k.a. yesterday at the job, wink, wink. I was I didn't kind of I didn't really understand. I didn't understand what he meant by that until just now. Right. So he's the guy who went along 100 percent with what whoever else wanted to take place. There's presidents that you know throughout history. They're they're hand selected. There's people who are who are picked out. They're hand selected. They got everything going on. They believe they got everything going on. And they just go along and do as they're told. And the people who do it the most, those people, they don't have to worry about any conflict. It's the people that disagree. It's guys like Trump. It's guys like RFK who go, nah, I got I got my own program here. I got my own thing going on. Oh, Trump. Yeah, we don't I don't I don't need donors money. I got my own fucking money. That's Trump. Ain't nobody else going to fucking do that in history. I'm sick of these fucking people. Y'all niggas sat back too, man. Took y'all time making this nigga look like the bad guy. And then once it reached, like I said, 2018 was when I started to really, it started to really make sense. It really started to make sense. One day, and I've already brought it up before, these people wanted to bring up everything going on with the White House, everything going on with Trump. Trump is this. Trump is that. It's Trump's fault because of COVID. It's Trump's fault because of the mask. It's Trump's fault because of him saying that China's this and China's that. And which, by the way, he was accurate at everything he fucking said at that point. So I thought, me personally, if I was Trump, I would say a lot of y'all politicians owe me a fucking apology. You feel me? That If I was him, I would have said that. But then again, I'll never, guys like me will never be president. Ever. And I'm not saying black people. I'm saying guys like me in general. Guys with similar characteristics cannot be in office. Maybe in politics. Somewhere like close to it, but not really in it. I'll expose all these cocksuckers. They would have killed me by the end of the the year. Did hit me with the car crash story. Because, you know, suicide is just too, suicide is too messy, right? Because they always botch that, you know, look at these celebrities, you know, questionable deaths of these celebrities, Heath Ledger. I mean, I, I don't want to go too deep, but y'all know what I'm talking about. The best, not the best thing, but the weirdest thing about Heath Ledger was he had a, he had a movie I forgot what the movie was about, but he he was essentially hung. And this is connected to a tarot card called The Hanging Man. And it has something to do with sacrifice. And all. there's a lot of puzzles. Don't put on the tinfoil hat. I'm not going to go too deep. I just wanted to point that out because it was worth pointing out. Let's play the remainder of this video. He tries to do something, they're going to either try to kill or jail. 
And when the whole media is singing your praises, that should tell you something. That, that, that's not, because again, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, what's Charles Barkley saying? Exactly what he's been told he to say. He a coon. Yeah. He a coon. You know what I mean? That's, that's, how they, that's how they would say it. He a coon. He cooning out, bro. Like I said, it ain't no different. To me, I'm going to be real with you. It would be no different than these gays and these lesbians and all these other people that say they support Black Lives Matter. It would make no difference. Black people would feel either way about I would not give a fuck. In fact, that would incline men not to support BLM going forward. The victimhood for once. These women don't the, the women that's responsible for these organizations, they don't they don't like men. They hate men. They're radical feminists. Their their idea of men are just human resources. They should be made of money. If not, they have to work for it. They have to have this and have that. And by the way, you gotta take them for how they are, what they look like. Overweight, out of shape. Out of pocket, out of style, and all. What the? What a sad way to live. <clears throat> Everybody says what they've been told to say. And even the controlled opposition says what they're told to say. Mm. And so there was a lot, there was some criticism of Obama allowed on Fox News. Controlled opposition. Good point. To make it look like, oh, there's a yin to the yang. But for the most part, everybody worshipped and sang the praises of Barack Obama. And that's because that's what the establishment wanted to have happen. When they killed Kennedy, that, that should have let you know in 63 who's in control. Like what you saw? Hit that like button. Subscribe. Nigga loud as hell. What the? What the? Yo, check out Jason Whitlock though. All, all, all jokes aside, good podcast. Although I did have some judgment towards his beliefs on Pearl Davis, but that's another man's belief. But it was just interesting to me because I always seen guys who would. I would I would say be less than likely to big up a woman telling other women to do the same thing that other guys tell them to do. But when other guys tell them to do it, it's supposed to be um bad. It's supposed to be misogynistic. It's supposed to be out of pocket. When a woman when women tell other women to do the same thing that the man fucking said that nine times out of ten she got the information from, she got the lingo from, she got the swag from, you know what I mean? She takes all that. She got a set of tits, pretty face. Oh, she gonna make money. That's the new come up. I already said this. And I think I said it a year. I think I said it a year ago as well. What the? F come on. It's the new wave when it comes to getting quick dollars. They don't have to. And I give these women all the credit, actually. I never really talked too badly about pearly things, but I have put her in the semi grifter. Um, what's the other word? Chameleon category. 
because she is kind of a she she is a meme. She's the average woman telling women to be better, telling women to get married, telling women to be traditional, while she herself is not that way. I'm going to tell you how to be a millionaire, but I don't I don't make seven figures. I don't even make six figures. Like how the fuck would a person take what I would I say to be serious if I was coming like that? I'm going to teach you how to be a millionaire. I'm just going to hit you with a pyramid scheme. I'm going to give you stepped on game and ask you for your participation financially. No. I'll give you stepped on game for free. Okay, how about that? Stepped on game for free. Um, this whole this whole situation is getting spicy. Politically, I see everything that's going on, but I have no emotion and no reaction to it. Where they're trying to get Trump locked. They're trying to actually lock Trump up. This is what they're actually aiming to do, right? And they're hitting him with everything but the kitchen sink. Now they're coming at him about the whole capital situation. Meanwhile, the president of the United States' son is allegedly smoking crack, okay? And all this shenanigans is taking place. All these leftoids, they just excuse it. They, they just excuse it like, oh, well, he's more relatable than anything. A lot of us have, you know, family members who are hooked on drugs and everybody's clapping for it like seals. Fucking just sadistic behavior. What the fuck is wrong with these people? You're clapping for your own destruction. You're clapping for destruction in general. claim to be closest to God, but they support the devil and Joe Biden. The liar, the deceiver, the racist, the homophobe. He said a lot of things in the past, guys. Matter of fact, hold up. I might have an example for you before I get ready to wrap this episode up. For the AM, wink, wink. Here. That's a big game, man. Joe Biden, you're president. That's a big game, man. I know. I know. It's very gay. Not not a bit. All right. But we 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 already know. Like niggas already have. Some people already have this shit navigated. Where it's like, all right. Because we know, like, Robert F. Kennedy doesn't have a chance for the Democrats. Although, realistically, he does. But the establishment is big enough to just bump him out of the entire election. And just, hey, well, we're, we're choosing Biden. Right? This is an abnanimous decision, right? <laughs> we all side and we all side him with Biden. RFK, you got to go, right? And then it's like, oh, you know, everybody's like down and out because they know the country's finished. If this nigga gets four more years, we're fucked. <laughs> I think it's funny, actually. You people, you people voted this man in. I think it's hilarious. You people, whoever you people are, you voted this man in. 
and looked at him as, you know, just the answer to all Trump's problems. You guys are stupid, man. I hate to say it. Absolutely despicable. I know Democrats that said, fuck it, I'll give Trump a chance. I know I know Democrats that said, fuck it, I'll give Trump a chance back in like 2016, secretly. They never they, they never said it publicly, but I've but I've talked to them about it. And they looked at it as, well, you know how people react. You know, if I tell people I vote for Trump, I'm more likely to be called a racist. And that's a white person saying that. And I and I said that makes perfect sense. But you still voted for him. My thing is, why secretly vote? I mean, you can keep things to yourself. I mean, that's just what it is. But why be so secretive about it where you're fearful about how other people are going to react to it? Like to me, that never that never made any sense to me. But there's there's a lot of there's a lot of so-called Democrats. I would say they're social Democrats. In reality, they're closeted conservatives. But they've they've said that, you know, you know, they voted for Obama and, you know, they expected the same thing that everybody else was expecting. And by 2012, they kind of just said they're not voting. They kind of went to the center and just saw how things turned out. And that was just kind of my point um, when the election, when um, when the 2016, was it 2016? I guess, yeah, when the 2016 election took place, I was pretty much center. I didn't vote. In fact, even when, even when I was becoming more conservative, I didn't vote for Trump with Hillary. I didn't vote for Hillary. I didn't, come on now. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. I ain't doing that. Better off put me in a fucking pine box. Fuck that shit. Y'all, some of y'all just want destruction. I thought about it. It's like, are we in America? Are we in America today? Or are we in the United States of communism? That's a question I want to leave for the, for the audience out there. Are we still in America? Are we still in the United States of America? Or... Are we in this new age United States of communism where it's like the everything has completely went to shit. Right. And the people that run shit, they have no idea what the fuck they're doing. And some people believe that they're purposely put there to cause, you know, destruction or maybe just a distraction. Right. Oh, well, you know, they're just trying to they're trying to. uh distract people of what's really going who knows who the fuck knows what i do know is four more years of a joe biden is legit the end of the world well the end of the united states it will just be you know borderline socialism communism like at 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 the very least the only thing that would be considered light for liberals would be like progressives that's how far it will go I'm telling you, niggas like me ain't going to be talking. They're going to be centering all of us. Oh, you actually have a voice or you have an opinion and you're not afraid to address it. Oh, we got to silence you. Or they'll just they'll just go. They'll go into like the archives. Oh, he said something about the gays. He said something about the Jews. 
he said something about trainees. He said something about this and that. And they can just, you know, pick you apart. That's if you are from the establishment or if you are established within their little clubs or if you're going by their rules or you're or you're getting their money that they're, they're chipping out. Because in reality, you ain't you ain't getting to that point anymore where all of a sudden you're making you're making some type of income from those people and you can just go get away with saying whatever you want to say. Highly unlikely. Some people learn it the hard way. Other people choose to go out different. I choose to go out different. I ain't going out like a bitch. And I ain't going out with somebody telling me what to say and how to say it. Because the check is never big enough. The check isn't worth your essence and who you are as a human being and your identity. When you when people talk about like selling their soul, they're almost selling their identity. And these people do what they want to your image, and to, who, to who you are as a person. They can make you extremely talented and they can make you look extremely untalented. They can do whatever the fuck they want. They have control over you. They have strings attached to you. And whether you feel like moving or not, you still want to have to move. Because you signed your name. You know what comes with it. And when certain people cross that line, it's like these people talking about, um, you know, gatekeepers, Ice Cube mentioning gatekeepers, right? Those are the people that are high up and they have a certain amount of control over what goes on and who gets what, who gets this role, who gets that role, shit like that. Those are gatekeepers, right? Now, on top of those people, there's another, it's, it's like, it's like martial arts. Like there's never a true master. Even the master continues to train in order to get better, right? These people do the most heinous, diabolical, destructive shit to keep whatever fame they got, whatever attention they got, and they will not stop at getting more attention. Charles Barkley mentioned it in the last episode for a reason. These people reach a certain point where maybe the well runs dry. Maybe they're trying to still get some credibility, still trying to get uh, trying to steer shit up, stir shit up, get some attention, get some publicity, whatever the fuck it is that these people think about these narcissists right and they don't understand like wow you know do i have that i think i i think i deleted it i might have deleted it i might as well check though yeah i think i deleted that shit let me let me check real quick um yeah i deleted it uh charles barkley out there praising the uh, LGB uh, community. Was it just LGB or was it LGBT? I can say. I can use that term because it was uh, gays, lesbians, and transsexuals uh, that he was. He sound drunk, 
but I'm not going to let that be an excuse. I think that was all just organized and orchestrated. I think it was publicity and it was also a check. He want to make more money. He wants more supporters. So why not go out there and blink? It's like it's like if people want to make money, just think about it like this. This is how sick these people are. The whole Black Lives Matter thing. You think these organizations really gave a shit about that whole not even black people, but that black organization? No, they knew that other people did and they were greedy enough to try to incorporate it into their programs. And people, I remember rejecting the shit until the point where the ratings went down and people pretty much went on strike from watching it. Then all of a sudden, these uh, Black Lives Matter banners and all the shit in the half court and football, baseball, all these things started disappearing. It's funny how that works, isn't it? It's interesting. But anyway, as I always say, in the meantime and in between time, and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.